Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line from the Draft Network, Justin Mello. Justin, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Combine starting up, and, you know, I put out a draft book over 35 years, and one of the things, I rarely changed the grade unless there was a medical or you might have found out something a little bit about a player on the negative side off the field. Because I think you can somehow get caught up in all this, uh, how high you can jump, how fast you can run, everything else. And you forget the most important thing. Jim Finks told me this back in 1987. He said, Mike, you got a a skill for it, but I'm going to give you some advice. Don't fall in love with the athlete. Fall in love with the football player because that's how you're going to get tricked in this world. Well, and just like Mike was saying, uh, who was – this is really old school. Who's the guy from Boston College with the Eagles? uh, Mike Monello. What he, he was like, like Mamola was unreal. He was a at the workout combine. workout warrior, uh, but uh, I still would go by the game tape an actual football game. <laughs> well, you guys are right about that, right? You got to be very careful. And listen, here's the trick: you said that uh, it's easy to get caught up in it. You know why it's easy? The NFL wants you to get caught up in it, right? They've made yeah. it's, big it's it's event, theater, right? Yeah. It's, it's on theater. prime time. It's on prime. <laughs> These guys are running in prime time now. I mean, look. No league knows how to make more money than the NFL. These guys are running at 7 o'clock at night. It's crazy, right? I think last year I spoke to guys. The interviews were still going on at 11, right? It's a yep. whole day thing. They've changed the schedule around so much to the detriment of some of the players, yep. right, in all honesty, so they can get those primetime windows. Linebackers haven't even started yet. I mean, here on the <laughs> East Coast, it's 545, Right, and they haven't even started that. They're going to be doing the verticals, the broads, and the 40s shortly. The D-line D group just wrapped up. So I, I love what you said because I'm a bit of an old-school mentality guy myself. You don't want to be changed. There are a lot of really great athletes yep. that can't play a lick of football, right? And, and, and they're going to trick some teams this weekend, right? That's you, you, know, you see it every year, right? Because, the, the J- Justin, you know why? Because this is the first really good look coaches get at these players. Right. The scouts have seen them. But coaches, right. and man, we've had a couple of them here in New Orleans. One of them was Mike Ditka. Mike was like, man, I don't give a damn about what kind of <laughs> scouting report. I'm picking my own guys. And he would pick them based on who he thought was best. But you sometimes have a coach who's got so much influence in that room. Man, what you got graded, uh, I got to coach him and I got to deal with him. Uh, once you get past you, uh, then it's me. And I'm going to be held responsible for it. So they pick their own guy. See it each and every year it happens. 
Right, and I think who, who suffers the most from some of that stuff? It's the area scout that yep. spent six, seven months on the road making $35,000 a year, right? Eating fast food and staying in two, three-star motels, and uh, the work quickly goes out the window, right? If you've got a head coach in the room that's got that type of personality and control, right? I, I'm fully on board with you guys. What this week should do, you're hoping to – what you hope happens – is that your opinion based on the scouting report sort of matches, right? Like yes. it'll make you it'll make you go back and check the tape again. In some instances, wow, this guy's a, a lot better athlete than I thought he was. Or of course, in some cases, he's a lot worse of an athlete than I thought he was. And look, that happens all a couple of years ago. I'll tell you a story. Recently, one guy it happened to me who I go, I thought he was going to test significantly better. And I was so glad I stuck to my gun. I said, you know what? I love this kid on tape. I, I don't care what anyone says. He ends up going in the fifth or sixth round. Los Angeles Rams running back Kyron Williams. He <laughs> tested historically poorly. And yes, I mean he historically poorly. What do you have this year? He's one of the best running backs in the National Football League. Right? One of the best young running backs. Yes. The Rams are thrilled they got him on that four-year Cost control deal, right? As a, I think it was a fifth round pick, I believe it was. So you got to be careful not to get got this weekend. Now, uh, Justin, when you look at it, uh, now I guess it's cyclical. Uh, you look at Saudi State Conference and LSU. At one point, uh, they wanted to be known as DBU, but they they turn into DB Poo because the defense is so bad. <laughs> but they, to me, they've uh, lately, as of late, wide receiver you. I mean, you look at right now where Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas is at and their projections. Now, you can go, we all know with Jamar Chase, and you can go on and on the contribution there. But uh, now you got wide receivers uh, wanting to go to LSU because look at Jaden Daniels. He transfers and the numbers they were able to put up. So that's unbelievable how you would think you can't be DBU and wide receiver U. Now, I guess in theory you can. You know, like Alabama or LSU, any top program, they try and strive for that. But as of late, LSU's receivers have been off the chart. The other thing, too, uh, Justin, is Keon Coleman is from Opelousas, Louisiana. He got caught in the mesh here, goes to Michigan State, and he wants to transfer. He wanted to come to LSU. LSU tried to get him late, and but he took a look at that depth chart at Florida State and said, you know what, <laughs> uh, tag me in, I'm going there. So think about it. Three guys from the state of Louisiana, and Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr., Keon Coleman. It's extremely impressive, and all of them are special in their own ways, right? I mean, I, I think there's a great chance you'll have all three of them uh, hear their name called within the opening 32 selection. Certainly the first two, I think Keon Coleman's probably the one question mark with that projection, but you watch Malik Neighbors. I mean, you know what blows me away, and I think you guys will agree, it's the stop-start acceleration, right? You just talk about a guy that's special when it comes to getting open. The route running is outstanding, and he makes plays down the field, and I'm impressed by that. But I think his ability to separate from the, in the short to intermediate portions is truly, truly special. And Brian Thomas, I believe he led the nation this year in receiving touchdowns with 17. Yes. What a breakout year for him. My Lord, right? Talk about someone coming out of nowhere. And it's the vertical explosion, right? Talk about taking the top off the defense and the ability to threaten vertically. Extremely impressive. And then with Coleman, it's the contested catch ability, right? Like, there are guys, and you know what I need, that need three, four yards of separation to make a catch, right? And there's a guy like Keon Coleman that I don't even know he needs half a yard of separation to make a catch, right? Because right? he is so physical and combative at the catch point. 
that he makes for such a nightmare assignment, right? Uh, I mean, little T. Higgins, I think, to his game, right? Who's someone, remember when he came out um, uh, out of Clemson, there was a bit of. Yeah, yeah I thought little, he was a first round pick guy. He lasted into the yeah, second yeah, round. Well, I think early second. Top of the second. Yeah, 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 the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what, what was the question, right? I don't know um, that he can separate correct. well enough. And look, there are guys like that. Sometimes you get bitten. I think of Nikhil Harry, right? That was an issue with him, yes. and it, it, it backfired. But when a guy like T. Higgins, who's so special at the catch point, and I think Keon Coleman has a lot of those same similarities, uh, I think he can be special. And a quick shout-out, by the way, as we're talking about LSU, a guy that had a really good start to, to this his day today, and you might not have seen it if you're on radio, is Makai Wingo, the oh, deep yeah. tackle out of LSU. Really good day. I mean, he ran the 40 in 4.85 seconds. I mean, that's an electric time for a man of his size. It was the second fastest result among all D tackles. And the 10-yard split was a 1.64 was the best result among all D tackles. And as you know, for those guys, that 10-yard split, that, you almost want – you put more stock in it, right? Than the, the 40. How many, how many times agree. is he going to run 40, right? But that 10-yard yeah. split, that quick explosion out of the stance, that's what's going to help him at the next level. Justin, right? so, one of the things with him – is when he was healthy, he was hell on wheels here. And he was so quick off the snap. But where he got really better in working, especially uh, kind of on his own, is with his arms and his hands. Because when you're a little bit taller than six foot, I think that's a bit of an advantage there because they can't get under your pads. Come on, no offensive lineman can get low enough. Uh, to get under your pads and move you. And he used that to his advantage. But, man, he's a really good technician now, and you can see it. That's well, He's really improved his game. And, and Justin, when you think about that uh, and you look at programs, uh, he leaves Missouri and he comes to LSU. LSU's defense sucks. And then, then you look at Missouri's defense, how good it was, and, and Wingo left. Just think how good they could have been to have him and Darius Robinson. Right, Jeez. But, you know, the one stat on Wingo, and I'm glad you guys mentioned it too, I don't think he's getting enough credit. He he was limited to eight games, okay, this year due to that injury. Four and a half sacks in those eight games. What would he have finished with if he was healthy and played 12, 13, 14-game season? Right? So, really good player that's flying under the radar right now. Now, uh, you know, uh, Justin, what about – because we're obviously going to be homers here um, and always take the approach, uh, what have you done for me lately? If you just look at last season, and now uh, if you caught in a vacuum, now it's not a vacuum, but there's no way, okay, who played better last season, Jane Daniels or Caleb Williams? It ain't even close. Okay, I know Caleb Williams won the Heisman a couple of years ago, but Jane Daniels. So when people say, oh, Caleb Williams for sure over Jane Daniels, I don't know if that's the case. I mean, I think it's a win-win. They're both going to have success. But Jane Daniels was unbelievable last year in the LSU uniform. He was. Uh, there's no, I, I argued uh, countlessly, unfortunately. I, I wasted a lot of time on my Twitter timeline uh, against idiots that thought he wasn't the worthy uh, Heisman winner. He absolutely was the what? worthy Heisman <laughs> winner this year. He was outstanding. I mean, the touch, the, the touch, the interceptions, uh, count, cutting down on them, the ability to, to – um, to, to run the football, right, the, the way he was just creating something from nothing, yes. the deep ball accuracy, right, to guys like Brian Thomas Jr., I thought he had the best or second best deep ball in all of college football this year. And if it was second best, I don't mean it as a negative because I thought Michael Penix had a great deep ball yes, as well. Right. But that's a, that's a, that, I mean, I, I, it is so rare. It is so rare that you see a kid, a quarterback especially, 
develop and take steps forward the way he has. I mean, I'll raise my hand up. Would you have predicted that when he got there out of Arizona? No, well, no, no. no well, we are not uh, because they had Miles Brennan and all that. There's a lot of competition right. always at LSU. But the one thing. He you, could uh, run. Uh, no, and, and you know what? Uh, another thing, Mike and Justin, you know what? Uh, a lot of times people don't realize when Joe Burrow came from Ohio State, he wasn't yeah. outstanding from no, the get-go. So nope. you look at Jane Daniels from one year to the next, very similar success. Uh, Joe Burrow, one year to the next, they both won the Heisman. And look what Joe Burrow has accomplished with the Bengals. I think Brian right. took a look at that and said, man, I'm going to have to start two freshman tackles. <laughs> I-, I better get me a guy that can move in the pocket. And, and, and Bob knows Miles really, really well. That that wasn't Miles' strong suit. He was a pure pocket passer. He was a pocket passer. He should have not. Uh, he should have went to Southern Miss. He should have not done, okay, I want to be an LSU Tiger. I'm an LSU Tiger for life. What? You better be selfish and think about yourself uh, because competition. Hey, listen, uh, I I, I, I am always for uh, everything based on merit. So I never uh, think like, oh, just because uh, you're loyal to LSU. What the hell that means? That don't mean anything. You need to be loyal to yourself. And so all of a sudden, uh, that's uh, because Miles Brennan, when you think about this, Justin, Miles Brennan played three games uh, at LSU. He threw for over 1,000 yards, and he got hurt, and then it was done. I mean, then you got to have love for football, and you get beat up. You have uh, injuries off the field and all that. You're trying to go fishing. You break your arm. You get caught on a wharf. All kind of stuff. Crazy stuff happened. But I'm telling you, when you look at, uh, at Jaden Daniels, and it was always like, oh, well, Miles got a raw dude at LSU. What the what? hell are you talking about? No, it's like, no, the best man, you rise, you might have to go someplace else. Okay, perfect example. You look at Jalen Hurts. Okay, look what happened with Jalen Hurts and Tua. Or you look what happened even, I don't know what's going to happen with Spencer Rattler. Okay, all of a sudden he's at Oklahoma. It looks like he's doing pretty damn good, Mike. And then all of a sudden you Caleb get Caleb Williams, Williams hits down. And then he's going to South Carolina. And Caleb leaves and he's going, that's the world we live in. You got to do what's best. That's why I'm not against a transfer portal because you have to do what's best for you and your opportunity. Now you got to take advantage of that, but it's not like oh, uh, like I love the Oklahoma Sooners for life. Like what? Right. Uh, then, how then much? You, how much did Lincoln Riley? <laughs> how much did he love the Oklahoma yeah, Sooners Lincoln when he, Riley, was, he right. sent a private jet right in a hundred yeah, million dollar right. contract? Right. I mean, exactly. got on that thing pretty quickly, if I recall correctly. So, yeah. Yeah, Justin, he was one of those. I'll never leave Oklahoma. Right. right. Bang until that USC yeah, money uh, that check uh, cash in. Justin, thanks so much for joining us. Maybe we want to get you back on. Uh, great talking with you about the draft, and we'll uh, give you a call back right after the combine. Give us a little bit more insights. Pleasure's all mine. You know where to find me. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Justin Mello from the NFL Draft Network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.